Hello, my name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. This is Trails of Fire. Here we'll talk about revival, the move of God's Spirit and the supernatural in the past, now in the present and even a glimpse into the future. Stay tuned as this will change your life forever. God bless you. Hello, have you been waiting for me? Today is Sunday the 5th of April 2020 and the title of our episode is How to Hear God's Voice. Job chapter 33 verse 14 For God speaketh once, yea twice, yet man perceiveth it not. Someone asked her teacher, a question. She said, why don't we hear God's voice loud and clear like a trumpet? Why does he speak to us in tiny whispers? Her teacher replied, God speaks to us in tiny whispers because he is very close to us. It's easier to hear God's voice when you are drawn near to him. James chapter 4 verse 8 says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. God loves talking to his children. His voice is not scarce, rather our attention is often very little. I do not consider you powerful when you are rich, influential, or highly placed. However, I know that the man who hears God's voice is the most powerful man that exists on the face of the earth. What happens when God speaks to us? God's voice brings conviction. You can remember in Genesis chapter 3 verse 10 when God's voice was moving in the garden, Adam had to hide himself. Why? Because God's voice brings conviction. When you hear God's voice, you cannot deny when there is any evil thing in you. You begin to want to open up to God. You want to pour out. You want to... uh, Remove every filth that will keep you away from his glorious presence. So most times, hearing God's voice brings about the conviction. But that conviction comes with love. That love that wants to make you drop your sins and embrace the master. When you hear God's voice, it brings peace. God's voice brings peace. You remember... The sea was boisterous and the disciples were in that boat and Jesus was right there sleeping and they were about to lose their lives and oh what a wonderful story I love that that part of scripture when the disciples screamed master don't you care that we perish and the Lord Jesus stood up the Bible said he rebuked the wind and that was it. That peace always comes when the master, the Lord Jesus, speaks. So when the Lord speaks to you, you know it. No matter what the Lord wants to communicate to you, he will not communicate it outside of his peace. The end result will bring peace. 
So when you say you heard God's voice and you're full of fear, you're full of anxiety, your boldness disappears, your worries increase, that's not God's voice. God's voice brings peace. No matter the message he's passing across to you, it would end up in peace. The voice of God empowers. Remember, the disciples, there was a point where they were held captive for preaching the gospel. But then they prayed. And of course, when you speak to God, I always say that prayer is not a monologue. It's a dialogue. So God speaks to you back. And after speaking to God, of course, there was boldness. Every time you hear God's voice, it empowers you for your next level. It empowers you to take up the task. Every man I have met who was challenged, who was weak, who was feeling disadvantaged and discouraged, after they went into God's presence and heard God's voice, they came out big on the inside as though they could take on a lion with their bare hands. That's what God's voice does. It brings out the giant in you. It brings out the lion in you. It brings out the lioness in you. Praise God. Hallelujah. The voice of God restores that boldness and that assurance. You need to remember that. The voice of God brings direction. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21. The Bible says that ye shall hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. God's voice brings direction. I hear a lot of believers say, I'm confused, I'm confused, I'm confused. And I ask them, do you hear God's voice? Say, yes, God speaks to me. No, God cannot speak to you and you remain confused. It's better you tell me, um, I've heard God's voice concerning this issue, but I still need some confirmation. That's perfect. But you being confused, confusion does not reside in the voice of God. When God speaks to you, he clears your doubts. When he speaks to you, he reaffirms his word. When he speaks to you, he reassures you. When he speaks to you, you are not left in the dark. You need to know that. Alright, the voice of God brings fear on his enemies and causes his friends and his children to reverence him. There's a difference between the two. So, when God speaks, fear comes upon his enemies. Certain times in scripture, God's voice, God spoke. But the other people who that voice was not coming to directly heard it as thunder. They said, it thundered. But the person, the recipient of that message heard what God was saying. So that's how God's voice is to you, his children. It comes and causes you to reverence him the more, causes you to tremble at his word. But to the enemies or to people who are not familiar with God's voice, it brings fear. Sometimes it can bring torment to the enemy. The next thing you need to know are the seven keys that will help you to be able to hear. I begin by saying that it's very easy to hear God's voice. 
but a lot of people find it difficult to sustain this relationship to sustain and get the constant constantly hear god's voice constantly be assured that god will always speak to them god is always in a hurry to speak to you you need to be in a hurry also to hear him you need to be in the fold number one you need to be in the fold how to hear john chapter 10 verse 27 the bible says my sheep hears my voice my sheep hears my voice when you are not born again you are not a sheep so it is difficult to hear god's voice but even when you do as someone who is not born again it is hard to obey because when god speaks to you his voice comes with the power and the capacity to make you to obey literally when god speaks to you you feel as though this thing god is saying to me is mighty but then after god speaks to you it looks possible why because god's voice carries an anointing that enables you to do what he's asking you to do so it is difficult for you to obey when you are not in the fold so the only way to be the sheep so you can hear the voice of god is to be in the fold and to do that you need to be born again get in the fold Number two, you need to embrace his word. God will never speak outside his word. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 says that God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets had in these last days spoken unto us by his son. By his son Jesus. So you need to know that in these times, God speaks to us through Jesus, who is the word of God. I'll begin with the seven keys that you need to note. Seven keys. Number one, scripture. You need to know the scriptures. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof for correction, for instruction in righteousness, and that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. When you know God's word, it's easy to hear God's voice because God speaks through his word, through scriptures. So that's one way to hear God's voice. Number two, through the Holy Spirit speaking to our heart. That's why I tell a lot of people, you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Must everyone speak in tongues? Yes and no. But yes. <laughs> why is this so? Because it's easier for your heart to be worth, to be circumcised. It's easier for your heart to be aligned with the mind of God's Spirit when you are filled with His Spirit. And when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you regenerate your heart. You cause your spirit man to be flexible, to align, to be uh, movable. It, it, God's Spirit is able to maneuver you to do His work. To I, I, I trust God to help me to 
explain this to you. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their minds and I will write them on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people and they shall not teach everyone his fellow citizen and everyone his brother saying, know the Lord, for all will know me from the least to the greatest of them. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 11. What is God saying here? He's saying that the Holy Spirit will speak to your heart using God's word that has already been written in your heart. So, one of the deficiencies in hearing God's voice is the deficiency of the word. Because there is no word, there is nothing for the Holy Spirit to perch on. Let me explain. The Bible says that in the beginning, the earth was without word, form and void. And the Spirit of God was what? Moving over the waters. He was hovering over the waters. He was cruising over the waters. And then God said, let there be light. So, the Holy Spirit moves, then God's word comes, and then there is a manifestation. But a lot of believers have the Holy Spirit. They do not invest time in the word. So there is nothing for the Holy Spirit to come upon and cause to what manifest. So literally it is like, let me give you a biological example. The Holy Spirit and the Word. Let's use an illustration of the egg or would you call it, um, yes, the egg and the sperm. Every egg needs a sperm that will cause it to fertilize. Now let us take God's word as word as the egg and his spirit as the sperm. That egg becomes useless until the sperm fertilizes it. So when you have no word in your heart, you are like someone who has the egg. But there is no sperm. That spermatozoa to fertilize it and cause it to become a conception and a child to come forth. It's not possible. So a lot of believers have the Holy Spirit, but they do not invest in the word. So there is no nothing for the Holy Spirit to what? To fertilize. So the Holy Spirit keeps searching your heart for a word so he can... Uh, fertilize it and let you know that this is what God is saying in these times and in this season but there's no word found you just speak in tongues and speak in tongues and speak in tongues and speak in tongues and there's no no headway you need to understand that the word of God is very crucial the next key you need to look into is the prophetic word word of knowledge and words of wisdom and personal prophecies God's word can come in that direction the Bible says in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21, Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances, but examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. I've seen a lot of people benefit from the prophetic utterance upon my life when God's spirit comes upon me and I begin to speak prophetically about cases, situations, things that they themselves are... are are bothered about and nobody else knows about it 
So, via this channel, God can speak to you. Another channel via which God can speak to you, I, I think this is number uh, three. We've spoken about the scripture, we've spoken about the Holy Spirit speaking to our hearts, we've spoken about the prophetic word of knowledge and of wisdom and personal prophecy, and this is number four, godly counsel. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 11 verse 14, where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety, Proverbs chapter 11 verse 14. Some people come to me and they want me to speak to them and give them prophecy. But what they actually need at that moment is what? Is counsel. Do not despise counsel. Although not every counsel will you take because there's a counsel called the counsel of Ahithophel. That counsel is a counsel that causes you to fall, that causes you to go against the Lord. So you receive counsel, but be able to what? Be able to discern and pick that which is good and use it. The next way, the next key you need to know, number five, confirmation. Confirmation. Sometimes God speaks to you, but you are still, your faith is not strong enough to carry it, so you are still in doubt. You are still shaky. The next way God speaks to you is by confirmation. How? Matthew chapter 18 verse 16, the Bible says, By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every fact may be confirmed. So sometimes God has spoken to you before, but you're shaky, you're still doubtful, your faith is not carrying it, and then he speaks to another person concerning what he has spoken to you about, then you get a confirmation. That's not a prophecy, it's a confirmation. A prophetic confirmation of God, what God has spoken to you about. And I love, I love it, it helps you to build your faith, especially for people whose faith is wavering concerning what God told them. Number six, the peace of God. The peace of God. I've spoken about that before. There's no way God will speak to you outside his peace. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 15, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. What do I mean here? You must check your peace level whenever God speaks to you. Whenever you hear a voice and you, you want to be certain if it's God's voice, check your peace level. Why? Because God will not speak outside his peace. God's word, God's voice communicates peace to you. Let me give you an instance. You're about to go on a trip. You're about to travel. You've prayed, you've fasted, but you don't have peace. Not out of fear, but I mean, you have to be able to discern. You have overcome fear. The difference between on, 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 on ease in your heart and then fear so you must be able to discern that and then you're about to go on that trip you've done everything you've said hello to to uh, your wife and your kids and you're about leaving but there's no peace you just feel troubled and you wave it off again but it comes again you wave it off again and it comes again then you go back and pray and say holy spirit what's going on but you don't pray but there's no peace then you need to withdraw. Hold on. Take a little time. Do not be hasty. Why? Because your peace, when your peace is missing, concerning a particular action or a step you're about to take, it's one way God is trying to talk to you. And then, at other times, when your peace is full, you were troubled, all of a sudden God spoke to you and your peace is full, then you've heard God's voice. The last key, circumstances and timing 
The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 18 verse 1 to 3, After these things, he, Paul, left Athens and went to Corinth, and he found a certain Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, having recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla. Because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome, he came to them, and because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them, and they were working for by trade, they were tent makers. This relationship between Paul, Aquila, and Priscilla, which happened as a result of circumstances, became one of the most important strategic partnerships in the book of Acts. Many times, the Lord will confirm his direction to you through three or four or more of these keys, especially when we are in the process of making an important life-changing decision. The bottom line is, as Pat Robinson had said for years, is that big decisions take big prayer. In other words, as we humble ourselves before the Lord, seek his guidance in our lives, the Good Shepherd will be faithful to lead us in paths of righteousness for his name's sake, as it is written in Psalms chapter 23, verse 3. In the coming weeks, we will look closely into different aspects that relate to hearing God's voice, discerning his voice, and uh, understanding the different voices that exist upon the face of the earth. This day, I want to pray with you. Can you just close your eyes and bow your head? Say after me, Lord Jesus, thank you because you love me. Thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to guide, to lead, and to direct me. Lord, I want to hear your voice more clearly and more frequently in all areas of my life. Let your voice be clear. Let your voice be frequent. Let your voice be constant. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Let your ears be open. Let your heart be open. Let your ears be, your spirit be fine-tuned to hear God's voice in the name of Jesus. You will no more be in confusion. You will no more be in doubt. You will no more be in the dark. Receive direction for your life right now in the name of Jesus. Let it be so in Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. Let me hear from you, your comments, your reviews, your contributions, and your questions. I'll be glad to reply to you. My name is Rafael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. See you next time. You have been listening to Apostle Rafael Agadama of Trails of Fire International. We believe you have been blessed. For prayers, counseling or partnership, please call 080-709-24996. Or send us an email to our email address at trailsoffireoffice at gmail.com. You have been listening to Apostle Rafael Agadama of Trails of Fire International. We believe you have been blessed. For prayers, counseling, or partnership, please call. 080-709-24996 or send us an email to our email address at trailsoffireoffice at gmail.com.